and welcome to The Kids Are All Right, a weekly podcast especially for kids that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle and here with me are my co-pilots on this podcast, Buster and Buddy. Hey you guys, it's Buster here. Hey everyone, it's your pal Buddy. <laughs> and we're on a mission to help you all feel great and live happy. So let's get this show on the road. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The, the kids are all right. So guys, it's time to talk about sleep again. Oh no, Michelle, come on, it's still early, it's defo, not bedtime. Yeah, Buster, we haven't even had our dinner yet. No, guys, I don't mean it's time to go to bed. Sure, we have this show to do first. No, I mean, it's time we talk about sleep again on the show because it really is just so important for our health and wellness. Oh, yeah, because like when I've had a busy day at school or playing with my mates or going to hockey training... When I get to bed, I feel my body and mind just relaxing. It's like a little holiday from the crazy day. (laughs) Exactly. As more and more research is done by scientists into what happens when we sleep, they're discovering that sleep is really important in keeping not just our bodies, but our minds healthy too. It's amazing. They've discovered that sleep actually cleans and repairs our brains at the end of a busy day, ready to start fresh and well the next day. Oh, wow, that's amazing. Is that why I feel so slow and cranky if I don't get a good night's sleep? That must be every night so, Buster. Hey! <laughs> You're always like a snail when we're walking to school. <laughs> ah, now, boys. Ah, sure, we're only messing, aren't we, buddy? Of course we are. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it is amazing what sleep does for our bodies. Yeah, Michelle, when I've had a bad night's sleep, I feel like my brain is in a fog. Like, I just can't think straight. And then in school, I find it really hard to concentrate on what my teacher is saying. I'm doing homework. It's almost impossible when I'm tired. Exactly, buddy. That really shows how it's not just our bodies that need rest and sleep, but our brains too. It's really incredible the importance and power of a good night's sleep. And if you think about it, the fact that every human and every single animal in the world needs to sleep every day just to be able to live and survive proves this. Yeah. I'd actually never really thought of it that way before. Yeah, so I decided to do some research into sleep and what it does for our bodies. And wow, I couldn't believe the amount of experts and scientists who spend their entire lives learning as much as they can about the science of sleep. Wait, 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 what? You mean you can study sleeping? Huh? I just taught you, brush your teeth, get into your pajamas, jump into bed, read a book, close your eyes and you're asleep. (laughs) Where's the science there? Well, Buster, when you close your eyes and drift off to sleep, it doesn't seem like much is happening, does it? But actually, your brain swings into action and starts to tell your body how to sleep. And throughout the night, lots of different things happen in our brains and in our bodies that do different jobs. It's really incredible. Wow, I didn't know that so much happened while I was fast asleep in my bed. Well, it does. So, do you know, we thought we'd go out and ask you kids why you think sleep is important and what its most important job is. The kids say, what? Oh, yeah. I think sleep is important for my, uh, for resting your mind and body. Sleep just lets you reset and it lets you, in your sleep, think about what happened throughout the day and you get to breathe and just stay silent for a couple of hours. And the most important bit is that you get to focus and be smarter and more energized the next day. Uh to chill and to get some peace if you if you work in a loud place. Sleep is important because um, it's resting your body so that you have energy and you're able to go the next day. 
Well, sleep is important because it lets your body and your mind just have a break from all your busy day and it lets you have a break as well. And the most important bit about sleep is like, it just lets you think about what you did in the day and what you're going to do and like your dreams and stuff. The kids say, what? Oh yeah. Wow, those kids do seem to know a lot about the importance of sleep. Yeah, they sure do. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I would love to know more about the science of sleep and how science might be able to help us get a better night's sleep. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Super. So joining us today, we're thrilled to have this week's expert, Dr. Naomi Lavelle, a science consultant and writer who's going to explain all about the science of sleep. Naomi, you're very welcome to the show. Thank you, Michelle. I'm delighted to be here. Hey, hey Naomi! Naomi! Hey! <laughs> Hi, Buster. Hi, buddy. <laughs> You're so welcome to the show. <laughs> so, Naomi, the science behind sleep is really fascinating. It's amazing to learn how important sleep is to the healthy working like of every single part of our body. Yes, Michelle, that's right. Sleep is one of the most important things that we can do to keep both our body and our minds really healthy. In fact, a good night's sleep can keep all parts of the body working at their very best. Mm-hmm. In fact, scientists have shown that sometimes a lack of sleep can cause illness or even disease within the body. Okay. And in fact, it's not that surprising when you think about the fact that we do a lot of cleaning and fixing and healing while we sleep. So even something in our body called the immune system, that's the bit that fights infections, mm-hmm. that can get a little bit weakened if we don't sleep very well. Mm-hmm. And that cleaning and healing that goes into sleep, that's very important for a number of reasons. It always makes me think of a dishwasher. Huh? A dishwasher? I know. All this cleaning and scrubbing while we sleep so that we wake up and we're all refreshed and ready for all the adventures the next day. <laughs> Whoa! So sleep literally cleans out my brain. <laughs> Is this why I feel so rubbish the next day when I've had a bad night's sleep? That's exactly right, Buster. Scientists have found that toxins get cleaned out of our body and our mind while we sleep. And the brain is so busy during the day, it just doesn't really get a lot of time to repair itself. So it does it while we sleep. And there's another thing about our brains while we sleep. It sorts through all the information that we come across during the day and all the things that happen. And it stores them away in important bits and gets rid of what we really don't need don't need to hang on to. It's like the brain does its filing while we sleep. And that's how memories are stored and problems are solved. And it leaves our brain nice and fresh and ready to concentrate the next day. It makes a lot of sense, really, I suppose, because, you know, I've always believed in the saying, like, sleep on it. You know, if you have a problem or you're not sure about something, that if you get a good night's sleep, that in the morning the answer or the, the, the right decision becomes so much clearer. And that's because our brains work out what's happened that day and solve problems for us. I mean, it's just it's just amazing, really, isn't it? It is. Yes, it is absolutely amazing. Whoa! Dr. Naomi, Michelle was telling us that when we fall asleep, that it doesn't mean our brains go to sleep. That they're really actually busy doing lots of different things. But what different things are they doing? Well, Buster, we could say that there's different sleep stages while we sleep. And they're called light sleep, deep sleep, and another type of sleep that we call REM sleep. And that R-E-M stands for rapid eye movement. Now, at each stage of our sleep, the body does amazing things. So let's have a look at them for a minute. 
during the first one, that's likely, the temperature of her body drops and her heart rate and her breathing slows down a little bit. Okay, so that's light sleep. So what happens during a deep sleep, Dr. Naomi? So then in deep sleep, that's when a lot of that cleaning happens and that filing away that we mentioned. Uh It's also when our bodies get to rest and recharge and any repair that our cells need gets to happen during this phase. Whoa, that's really cool. (laughs) So that's light sleep, that's deep sleep. What's REM sleep? Okay, so the REM bit, that's the part of sleep where we do lots of our dreaming. And it's a really important part of our sleep as well because we process our emotions during this stage too, Buster. So this stage is so important for our mental health and our emotional well-being and our mood. Ah. And during the night, we go through these three stages many times. Wow. We go through each of them for a certain length of time, and then we repeat and repeat and repeat. So we actually dream at lots of different points throughout the night. I never, I always ah. thought that you got to a certain point and then you had your dream period. But it's actually multiple times, many times during the night that you, you go through that dream process. That's right. So wow. you, you might go through the dream process and then you'll start the whole process again, light sleep deep sleep and then the OREM and funny enough if you wake up and you remember your dreams it's probably because you've woken up just after the OREM phase Ah. but if you wake up and you don't you may have been in a different phase when you wake up and that's probably why some people might have found and some of the kids that maybe if they wake up at night for some reason maybe there's a storm outside sometimes it can be really easy to drop back into sleep again but then other times it can actually be quite tricky and maybe it's because you've woken up in light sleep or maybe you've woken up in deep sleep could that be part of it? That could certainly be part of it, Michelle. That's right. Wow. So Naomi, some people find that sleep is simple, that they just shut their eyes and the next thing they know, it's morning and they're waking up. Um, but some people find it hard sometimes to relax and wind down for sleep. And I've heard we have a natural being awake and going to sleep timetable that's built into our brains since caveman times. Um, yes, that's right. Um, it's like a, a clock in our bodies called the circadian rhythm. Um, and it makes us feel awake during the day and sleepy during the night. Now, some of the things within our body that help to control this clock are also controlled by light. One example would be a hormone called melatonin. Okay. So our bodies make this melatonin when it starts to get dark at the end of the day. And then these le- higher levels of melatonin make us naturally sleepy. And then on the opposite side, bright light reduces the amount of melatonin in our body so we feel much more awake and refreshed. And that's why we're not sleepy during the day. Oh, cool. That makes sense. Wow. So, I mean, this is another thing that we have um, still from our caveman ancestors. We'd heard previously from some other experts about our fight or flight that's still in our caveman brains. And this is another thing that we still have from our ancestors. So I suppose maybe in a way they relied on the sun for light as they didn't have like street lamps and electricity. So they'd get up maybe when the sun rose and go to bed when the sun set. But I suppose modern life has changed our sleep patterns because so much more now we can produce light ourselves so we can keep ourselves awake longer into the night and then maybe longer than the body actually wants to or or, or needs to. Yeah, that's why we're better off not watching uh, screens at night like tablets or phones, especially close to bedtime. Mm. Not a great idea. The light from the devices is telling our brain that it's actually time to stay awake and it's making it harder for us to feel that natural urge to go to sleep. So, So the light from the tablets are nearly tricking our brains into thinking it's daytime. That's right, exactly. Wow. Oh, I'll have to remember that. 
Um, but Dr. Naomi, uh, we were talking earlier about animals and the fact that every single animal on the earth takes lots of sleep daily. So does that mean that the animals that live in the wild, they sleep longer than humans? That's a very good question, buddy. Oh, thank you. Different animals sleep for different lengths of time. If we start with humans, um, mm -hmm. children like primary school age children, mm -hmm. they probably need at least 10 or 11 hours sleep each night. But some animals sleep for very different lengths of time or in very unusual ways. Here's an example of one. Dolphins, they probably sleep for about eight hours a day. Wow. But what's really eight hours, that's right. But what's really unusual is that they shut down only half of their brain at a time. So half the brain goes to sleep while the other half stays awake, looking out for any danger that may be lurking. And then, after a number of hours, they swap sides and the oh. other half goes to sleep. Wow. <laughs> that must be what Buster does all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have other animals like giraffes. And even though they're really big, they actually sleep for very short lengths of time, maybe just 15 to 20 minutes at a time. Whoa! And what I think is often cute about giraffes is that, you know those big long necks they have? Yeah. Well, they curve them down. Well, they curve them down and lay them on their back. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> oh, whoa! Is there any animals that sleep even longer than humans? Oh, there are for sure. Um, bats, for example, they they sleep up 12, 14 hours a day sometimes. Whoa! Sloths can sleep quite long, but maybe not as long. They're not quite as lazy as people think they are. Uh, so they're just two examples, but there are lots. So, Dr. Naomi, now that we really understand the science of sleep, what kind of things should we be doing to make sure that we get enough sleep to keep us healthy and happy? Well, there's lots of different things we can do as part of our sleep routine. Many people, for example, like to take a bath before bed, and that is a good idea. It can work really well to help us sleep. But it's always a good idea to leave a little bit of time between the bath and when we actually go to bed. And that will allow our body temperature to drop just a little. A bit like how it does in the first stage of sleep. Ah, so we're tricking our bodies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now that we understand that light stops us from producing melatonin, which is basically the sleepy hormone. That's really interesting. Melatonin, the sleepy hormone. Maybe we should try and cut down on the amount of screen time in, in this period leading up to bedtime. Yes, Michelle, that's a very good idea. It's a good idea to get off those devices at least an hour before we want to go to sleep. Hmm. Now, that hour could obviously include your wind-down time, mm -hmm. maybe a bit of reading before you go to bed. But it is a good idea, if you're going to read, that you maybe swap those e-books and tablets for a real book. Hmm. And if you are going to look at a TV screen, then it's better that you watch an actual TV rather than watching something on your tablet. It's also a good idea to keep the room dark and sometimes people even use those eye masks to help darken the room even more and help them get lots of melatonin and head off to sleep. Exactly. So the dark, again, as much darkness as possible so that we're producing all that lovely sleepy hormone, uh, that melatonin. That's really interesting, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Dr. Naomi, what else can we do to get a good night's sleep? Well, Buster, so we mentioned the light before, light and dark, having them at the right time. So we talked about how dark can make us sleepy, but it's also important to get lots of light early in the day. So when you wake up in the morning, open those curtains. And then one other thing that can help is exercise. Yeah. But if you're going to exercise, 
remember, do it earlier in the day and not too close to bedtime. Because just like that hormone melatonin, when we exercise, our body produces other hormones that can actually make us full of energy. And then it's very hard to calm down and get that to sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Dr. Naomi, sometimes I find it really hard to get to sleep. And then I start to worry that I'll never get to sleep. And then my brain starts getting all busy and worrying about having to get to sleep. And then it gets later and later and later. And then I just think, oh, I'm never going to get to sleep. Oh, I know. I think we all feel like that at some stage, buddy. But the important thing to remember is that sleep is like every other skill that we have. It takes a bit of training. So just like when we have to train at sports or music, whatever it is that we're interested in, Mm. sometimes we need to train for sleep too. So that means keeping to the same routines before bed every night. With a little training, you should find that you fall asleep more easily each night and that easier to stay asleep too. So I suppose in a way, it's kind of like if you start learning an instrument, you're not going to play a a full song on your first day or you're not going to be a world-class footballer straight away. It takes time and patience and learning skills and then practice, 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 really. Yes, I think that's right. Keeping with the plan and the routine, even if you don't feel tired. And then, as you say, with practice, you get much better at it. And of course, it's important to take pressure off yourself too and be nice to yourself. Yeah. And you need to remember that if things aren't quite working, then just change the routine a little bit, a couple of tweaks, and I'm sure you'll find that very soon you have a sleep routine that works very well for you. Yeah. So basically, Naomi, it's, it's kind of like if it doesn't work straight away, don't give up. It does take time to train your brain to make sleep easy. And it is about treating it as any other skill with lots of practice. And I think it's important for kids to remember that, you know, they're not robots, you know. <laughs> and so it's, it's normal sometimes to go through times when sleep might be hard. It happens to most people at times. So don't get too worried about it, not to think too much about it. Just go back to the basics, keep going with the routine and start again. Yeah, Michelle, you're, you're dead right. And it's important to give us a little bit of time and be nice to yourself take the pressure off and you know I think we've all learned so much about why sleep is important what happens when we drift off to the land of nod I didn't realise so much was happening when I was sleeping and, and maybe next time Buster and Buddy won't give their mom and dad so much trouble the next time they try and tell them it's their bedtime yeah that's <laughs> I don't know about Buster now <laughs> oh wait 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 Naomi before we go uh, how can I make my dad stop snoring he's like a bear fighting with a lawnmower <laughs> oh <laughs> Tell him to turn over on his side. That should help. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, thank you so much. That's been really helpful. And I hope everyone listening will have got loads of tips there to have a fantastic night's sleep. So thank you very much. Thank you, Michelle and Buddy and Buster. Thank Thanks you. so much, Naomi. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. It's time to rewind, recap, rethink time. Yeah. Here we go, yo. Oh, wow! I've learned so much from Dr. Naomi about why sleep is so important for us. It's not just about resting our bodies and mind after a busy day. It's way more important than that. It literally cleans our bodies and brains like a dishwasher to keep us healthy. Oh, wow! Yeah, and it made so much sense when she told us how when we sleep, our brains make sense of what's happened that day organize our thoughts and solve problems for us. No wonder I feel extra sensitive or cranky when I haven't had a good night's sleep. (laughs) And I didn't know that there was so much happening when I fell asleep. Like all those different sleep cycles, (laughs) which do all their own really important jobs. Like, whoa! 
and that we have a natural schedule in our bodies that makes us be naturally awake during the day and asleep at night. That's called our circadian rhythm, and that light is the single biggest influence of our circadian rhythm and directly affects how much our bodies feel like they need to sleep. <laughs> yeah, it's really good to understand why my mom is always going on at me about putting my tablet away in the evening. It's because light stops our bodies making that sleepy hormone. <laughs> so no wonder I don't feel like I'm tired when I'm playing my Roblox in bed. I'm going to put away that tablet and I'm going to start using a real book instead of an e-book from now on for my bedtime reading. And make sure my room is dark so I can produce that hormone. <laughs> Oh, yeah, melatonin. Ah, the sleepy hormone. <laughs> oh, and don't forget, you shouldn't put yourself under so much pressure if you have a few bad nights sleep. Remember, you're training your body clock. So like any skill that you have, you have to keep practicing and practicing so that you can be really good at it. After all, practice makes perfect. It's time to... Rewind, we can't rethink time. Yeah. Here we go, yo. <laughs> hey, guys. It's that time of the show again! It's time to... Tickle, tickle your, your funny bone. bone! Hi, my name is Jessica. I'm 10 years old and this is my joke. How many tickles does it take for an octopus to laugh? Hello. Te uh, tentacles. <laughs> Hi, my name is Lila. I am 11 years old and this is my joke. Why are babies such good football players? Because they practice dribbling. So guys, that's almost it from us. Thanks to all the kids who sent in their audio clips. And if you have a story, a question or a favourite joke, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is record it on the inbuilt voice recorder on an adult's phone and WhatsApp it to us. You'll find all the details on our website, www.thekidsareallright.ie. <laughs> oh, and follow us on social media for loads of fun stuff and competitions. Just look for The Kids Are All Right Podcast. Oh, and don't forget that's all as in A L L. Yeah, nice one, Buster. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this week's show. And if so, tell all your friends about it. And remember, guys, try to be healthy, be well, and be happy. See you next time on the Kids Are All Right podcast. Kids, it's time. Are you ready? It's time to air the chair in the car or wherever you are. <laughs>